All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. My name is Melissa Kretschler. I'm your host. I'm also an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, creator, and founder of not only just a live TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Today we are sponsored by Phoenix Identity. If you'd like to get some control, if you want to feel control in your life, go and check them out. They're offering you the um, a free, not a free clarity session, a discounted clarity session using Clarity One as your coupon code. Also, if you want to join the Empowered Warrior Women Challenge, both of those links are in the description of this video. Today we're going to be talking about being able to ride your waves. And what better background for our guest speaker today than a picture that it looks like waves. And I totally loved it. And it was the inspiration for this episode. Uh, not only that, but also our knowledge. So I'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker today to introduce themselves. Megan, would you like to do the honors? Hello, hello. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. So I help goal-driven women to leverage the power of intentional pauses so that you can not only feel amazing in your body, but also be holistically healthy. And I am the creator of the Awakened Warrior Method, which is my combination of yoga and exercise, breath work, mental fitness to help you to be as profitable and productive as possible so thank you so much for having me and healthy and I love that um I you know what the last I'm you know talking to you especially about this episode and your I'm I'm all about mental health right emotional health mental health spiritual health all of that but I lean away from physical health and you probably noticed at the beginning when I stood up and pulled up my pants because they always fall down I'm overweight um, I don't have the healthiest diet. And I think that, you know, for me, I focus so much on the mental health and the emotional health. And I'm very happy. I'm a very positive person. But my physical health has also um, gone to the wayside in that respect as well. So I love that you have a combination of all of that, because it's so important to have that combination, right? Um, and today we're talking about riding the waves. So Jumping right into that is you can have somebody like me who is, you know, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, very well put together. And I do know how to ride the waves, but I'm not riding the physical waves. I'm not waves, <laughs> waves where I'm not taking care of myself that way. And I think that putting it all together, there's so many different areas of our lives that we should be putting focus to, but we kind of get caught up in one or more of those areas. And then you know, maybe our mental health gets put to the side or maybe our physical health or our spiritual health or whatever, whatever aspect of our life, that health and wellness in that area. And I could even say the seven mindset pillars, right? We have our self, our spirituality, our romantic relationships, family, friends, career and finances, those, you know, and self is, you know, physical health as well. It's not just mental health, but it's also physical health. So we can get caught up, right? Because we're talking about riding, riding the waves and being able to kind of just ebb and flow with life. I think having a healthy balance of all of those things is super, I don't want to say profitable because obviously it's, you know, I think it is though, because we, we profit off of everything that we do, whether that's taking care of our physical health or our mental health or our spiritual health. What do you think of that? I agree with all of that. And, and from my perspective, our health is foundational to everything. And I see it as a holistic blend of all of those different components that you said, because 
if we are not physically energized, able to show up in that aligned space and in that aligned energy, mental health wise, then that, that will be a challenge because if our body is dragging with low energy and if we're propping ourselves up constantly with caffeine and sugar, then it's not as full and vital. <laughs> not as full and vital as it could be. And, you know, we go back to that, that saying of your body is the temple in which your soul is housed. And so it's so important for us to do temple maintenance. And in order for us to ride the waves, that doesn't have to mean this massive workouts or big sessions or this, that, or the other thing. It can be very doable. And that's why I believe that having the pause is really important. And so what I mean by that is, making the decision for you to how you want to feel and how you want to show up today and what you can do to nourish your body. And the beautiful thing about the tool set that I share and the tool set of yoga is that we see it as, a, <clears throat> pardon, we see it as a holistic system, you as a holistic system, your physical well-being is one part of that, but it's the most familiar part that we have because we can literally like touch it and see it, right? And so we start by making sure that your physical body is strong, but simultaneously, and here's where the magic comes in, simultaneously you're balancing your hormones which helps with emotional health and mental health, lowering your stress levels. So your cortisol levels come down which reduces inflammation and pain and tension. And so I, I like you, you know, I've, I've been there myself and I've worked with a lot of people that love to have all these different components, these different practices. And we can get really overwhelmed if we feel like, oh, I need to do my journaling and now my meditation and now my affirmations and now my yoga and you know, and it's like, ah, mm, I'm not gonna do any of it. So what I've done is distill it down into a practice that allows you to show up intentionally and then intuitively choose what your body needs that day. So if you're feeling like, yep, here we go. I want a little something, a little more then maybe it's a strength training workout that gives you that confidence and that power because you're feeling strong in your body. Or maybe if you're feeling a bit tuckered out, you do a yoga session or just a five minute session. So having the tools to make it easy for you so that you can really start from that intentionally empowered place. And that makes riding the waves a whole lot easier because if we're in that frantic, frazzled, overwhelmed, what I call the worn out woman state, then we're short, we're impatient, we get a little, you know, discouraged, we get distracted, we get overwhelmed, all of that happens quickly. So having that strong foundation to begin with really sets us up to ride the waves a little more easily. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that because that is one of the <clears throat> um biggest signs or symptoms of not being able to ride the waves is getting overwhelmed. I do it myself. Um, I'm very, it's very easy for me to catch when I'm doing it, obviously, um, mental health. So I know when I'm doing it, but, um, I'm totally blanking. It was the fucking mosquito. Sorry. Pardon my language. <laughs> I, like a mosquito went by me and I'm itchy. So I'm like, it's, you know, when you think that you're itchy and then all of a sudden you're totally itchy, it's irritating. Right. Um, what I was going at with that is that you mentioned that overwhelm, right? When you're not riding the waves and when you're feeling like you're drowning, it, it does feel like you're drowning, right? I have six businesses and four children and husband and a bunch of animals, right? People are like, how do you do it all? And it's like balance. It's time management, balance, boundaries, knowing how everybody fits in there, what, how everything else fits in there. 
But like I was saying before is I've spent the last eight weeks procrastinating. The only thing I've been focusing on is the show, not the other things that I've got coming up, not the other inspiration that I found. And, you know, that makes me, my, I noticed that my physical body is, I went and played badminton with my kids the other day in the backyard and my legs were sore for two days. Right. And so it's, little things like that, your body, not only your body, your energy, your body, your mindset, your emotional health will tell you when you're not riding the waves, when you need to take that pause that Megan was talking about. And, you know, even just reevaluate, how do I feel? What does this look like? You know, um, what area of my life or my body can I improve on right now that I feel like I really need it? And connecting to your intuition is a huge one for that because, it's not even connecting to your intuition. It's, it's just centering yourself, right? And I love that you use yoga for that because it is centering yourself. It's focusing on, you know, grounding yourself to be centered in the right here, right now. What do I need, right? What, what's going to help me get forward? We did an episode yesterday on asking the right questions. And that was, that was what it was, is going within yourself and, and asking yourself the questions that are going to lead to production not more stagnancy, not judgment or blame or shame or guilt, not the overwhelm that we're talking about with riding the waves, right? Because not riding the waves comes with a lot of overwhelm, a lot of really stuck and stagnant feelings, a lot of very low energy, um, you know, negative mentality, all of that kind of sits in that, you know, drowning state. Absolutely. And when we're in overwhelm, typically we're in a sympathetic nervous state. So that's a fight or flight response. And so anytime you notice that you're feeling that emotion of what you would label to be overwhelm or procrastination, that's your brain's protective mechanism and keeping you in that zone of familiarity and comfort. And so whenever you notice that state, it's a perfect time for a pause. And so to do a pause is so quick. And, and I love that yesterday was questions because there's three questions to ask yourself. And so if it's safe for you to do so, I would invite you to close your eyes at this point. And if, if you're driving or operating heavy machinery, please obviously keep them open. But when you take a pause, simply ask yourself, where is my breath? ask yourself that where is my breath? And when you ask yourself that question, it brings you into an awareness of your breath. And as soon as you go to your breath, you come back to that place of presence, which is the essence of our yoga practice. So where is my breath? And then who am I being? Am I being frantic, frazzled, worn out woman? Or am I being the version of me that I know is in my vision, my higher self, my aligned version of me? So that you can ask yourself that. And how can I be that version of me now? How can I be that expanded, awakened version of me now? And so the third question is, what do I need to bring myself into balance? So we know where we want to go. So we have that higher self mountaintop vision of what we want for our life and for our work. And so what can you do to begin to activate that and bring yourself back into alignment or balance with that now? And then that will give you a tool set because overwhelm, we're thinking, oh, I have all these things I'm trying to do. And, and, and we're getting out of congruence with the possibility that you have the tools within you already. And when you can center yourself, it allows you that space. And if we go back to the wave analogy, it allows you that moment when, when the ocean is calm and you're just floating, you're just resting there, right? And so you're in that moment of uh, recalibrating yourself. 
which is the essence of soothing your nervous system to come into a parasympathetic state, which dials down that, that chatter of, ah, I can't do it, I can't figure it out, and activates the higher wise center of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, and activates that place of knowing and creativity and inspiration and intuition. So it's a powerful tool set that you can use anywhere. Yep. Um, I teach my own clients something similar, a little bit different, and we'll continue with the wave analogy is one breath work. I love the 15 second breathing technique, just five inhale, five hold, five exhale. I love that breathing technique that will calm your body and calm your emotions instantly. And it's 15 seconds. Who doesn't have 15 seconds to just breathe? Um, The second one is the perception. So if we are, you're being hit by wave after wave after wave after wave and you're drowning in that wave, right? It's okay. One is a change of perception is when we feel overwhelmed, we are trying to focus on all of those things all at once. So the mental capacity is we're trying to figure everything out at once. If you take that breath work and remove the overwhelm, because overwhelm is an emotional state. It's an emotional state of of being. And when you remove that, when you do the breath work and you remove that emotional state of being and you just become the here and now, it enables you to start thinking a little bit differently. And that's where the question comes in. Okay, what one thing do you want to focus on? And that one thing is a wave that's coming towards you, right? And when that wave comes towards you, you have options. You go through your options, go through what you want to do, right? Let's say that wave is, oh, I need to finish my new program, right? And you say, okay, that wave's coming in. What is the best way that I can utilize my time to get this done without the overwhelm? And you're focusing on one thing at a time. For anybody who's trying to make changes in your life, because overwhelm can come with changes as well. When you're trying to make a bunch of changes in your life, let's say for me, let's say I wanted to quit smoking, quit drinking Pepsi and start working out. If I wanted to do all three of those things, Am I focusing on all three of those things at once? No. When I get a craving for a cigarette, that's when I focus on the cigarettes. Mm -hmm. When I am about to have a meal or a snack, that's when I focus on the, on the healthy eating. Mm -hmm. When I'm thirsty, that's when I decide, Hey, that wave of, of thirst is coming to me. Am I drinking Pepsi or am I drinking water? Which one's coming for me? And it's one choice in one moment. You don't actually have to try to do all of those different things at the same time. The working out, okay, before bed, I'm going to take the last 20 minutes before bed and I'm going to do some exercises or even five minutes to do the yoga practices, right? Whatever it looks like for you, it's momentary. It's not all at once. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be focusing on all those things at one particular time. No. And oftentimes, you know, I know for me, I'm recovering all or nothing sort of, oh, I'll do it all. I'll do a complete overhaul. And then we get overwhelmed and it's simply not sustainable when we do that. And so I love that you're cultivating, like what we're doing there is really just recognizing one wave at a time, because then we can make that intentional choice going forward. And something powerful when you notice that craving is to do any breathing technique that you know, or count yourself down from five, like introduce the pause right there, because typically the cravings will pass rather quickly. And once you've had that pause and that intentional space for yourself, ask your true self, your higher self, 
what is aligned for me right now? What is in my highest and best good? And so then you get to decide, okay, which direction are you going to go? I love that because really it all comes down to awareness, right? And that's the essence of the yoga practice, essence of a lot of these practices that we do is learning to witness ourselves in these moments, right? And having the tools to navigate the journey towards getting to the top of your mountain, whatever that is, right? Whatever your goals are. And so I love that. Um, and I love riding the waves because who doesn't like watching waves, right? Mm -hmm. How calming and how, you know, even if the waves are absolutely crazy and you go on YouTube or TikTok or wherever, and you see a video of waves and it's just automatically, it calms you and water is a universal conduit, Mm -hmm. right? So any energy that you want to bring into your life, and we're going into the spiritual aspect of it now is any energy you look at the moon when the moon is full it affects the water it affects the tides it affects mm-hmm. energy right and those waves are just energy they have their intentional energy right and that's why i said if you have the um <clears throat> dieting wave coming at you where you're like oh i'm hungry that's an intentional wave of i'm hungry when that wave is coming towards you, again, the energy is, okay, what energy am I intentionally putting into that wave? Is it a junk food snack? Is it, you know, a healthy snack? Is it a cheat snack? Whatever that looks like. Although I don't agree with cheats. I just think you can eat whatever you want, whenever you want, as long as it's within reason. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> I don't follow that opinion. Okay. <laughs> it's my opinion. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It is a beautiful reminder because, and you know, the analogy of the wave is so beautiful and it really brings us back to that breath because there's this constant coming and going and the rhythm of it slows down and we can begin to really recalibrate how we're feeling just like we can navigate that wave by really coming back to that and and observing it and I agree with you like watching the ocean is so incredibly soothing listening to it is so grounding and centering and so it's it's really just remembering to use the tools that you have right and recognizing that the waves of, of life are constant. I think it's John Kabat-Zinn, but he said, he said something to the effect of the waves of life are constant. It's learning how to surf them. That is our mission and our purpose, right? And knowing that there's going to be times when you're on it and you can't, I don't surf, but when you catch the wave and you're like cruising with it and you're feeling great and other times, which I definitely have been rough and tumbled. I live in Maui. And so I have been rough and tumbled several times by the ocean and you recognize how incredibly powerful it is, especially when you're underneath the water and you're getting thrashed about and you just really have, I developed rather quickly, a very healthy respect for the ocean and never turning your back on the ocean. And so with that analogy, it's how can we stay aware? How can we stay present? And remembering that the noisy chatter of our mind will attempt to take us off track and take us under the water as quickly as it can. But our our mind, will become our powerful tool if we come back to the heart space and come back to that true knowing that and that higher self, that awakened warrior version of you can ride those waves and know that sometimes you're gonna be on the board and sometimes you're gonna get splashed about a little bit, but it's all part of the journey. Yep, absolutely. And even when you get rough and tumbled, right? Cause we're all going to, the meaning yeah. of life is not to just sit here and, and ride the the waves are the rough and tumble 
right? Mm -hmm. And you just learn how to maneuver them. Sometimes they're going to knock you down. Sometimes they're not. It depends on the situation. But those ones that knock you down, those are the ones that teach you. Those are the Mm -hmm. ones that teach you how to be better, teach you how to have more respect, teach you how to be a better rider or whatever analogy you want to use. It's those ones that every time we have a negative emotion or a negative state of being a negative experience, that's our lesson in moving forward. That's our lesson to say, hey, you know, maybe we need to pause and take a a second and think about what we're doing and what this is telling us because they all have messages and all have meaning. Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite thing about riding the waves? Literally and metaphorically. Um, literally I don't ride the waves because <laughs> I'm not an adrenaline junkie, but, um, surfing wise, but literally men metaphorically within life is, is that constant dance with it. And we have to have that flexibility with it. We have to know that there's going to be moments when we're like off center, but we're kind of, we're, we're getting our footing back and we're getting that forward momentum. And then there's going to be times when we're like, and we get tossed and it's really about how we get back up again. Right. And knowing that there's going to be another wave coming and probably real quick. So as quickly as we can to recalibrate and just remember that there will be a space between the waves and that's where we get to huh, pause and prepare ourselves for the next one like you said by by learning the lessons and recognizing that each wave that we go through makes us a stronger surfer if you will or a stronger business owner or whatever it is it really lends to your evolution and so i'd say that that's that's my favorite part what about you i would have to say floating with them so Now, if you had like a dinghy or a floating device, a tube, right? And you're sitting in the middle of that tube and you think of, you know, river rapids or anything along those lines. And even just being behind a boat, being pulled by an inner tube or pulled in an inner tube. And every time you hit those waves, you just kind of bounce, right? And I love that. I love the absolute. I love the bounce and you got to hold on for dear life and you know, if, if you're a kid or an adult and you're screaming going, oh my God, this is so fun, but it's terrifying at the same time. That's how I see life. I'm, when it comes to metaphorically, I'm, I just ride the waves, right? I just float and I just watch what's going on around me and I just float my way through it, right? And I, every so often there's a little bit of panic, every so often there's a little bit of overwhelm or whatever that is. But again, those are the lessons. I love riding the waves. I think that I'm the type of person where my goal isn't the destination. My goal isn't to, my goal is to enjoy the journey. It's to to enjoy the ride because that's where the joy is, right? We wouldn't know how to be happy if we didn't know how to be sad. We didn't, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't know the meaning of love without the meaning of hate, Mm -hmm. right? Everything has that ebb and flow, right? Mm -hmm. And I I love to experience that. Now, do I love negativity? Absolutely not. I do love negativity in the metaphorical sense of that's our growth, but I don't wish negativity on anybody, but it's a guarantee of life, right? Those waves are guaranteed. Yeah. It's just learning how to ride them. Mm -hmm. 
And sometimes again, you're going to fall off. <laughs> right. No, I would. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and recognizing that that's part of it. Right. And, and knowing that, you know, when we get tossed underneath the surface or fall off, like really always going back to that, okay, what can I do to soften into the situation? What can I do to just ride it out? Because the more we thrash and resist and fight it, then the harder it becomes for us to come back to that calm space. And so, yes, it's, it's, it's all part of it. And it's all an amazing experience. And, you know, there's that high peak of the wave, and then there's the part where it just crests and it releases out. And so there's that inevitable cycle that's happening in both in the ocean and within ourselves and seasonally. And so, yes, yeah. it is truly all about riding the waves. So what are, let's get into some tips on how to be able to ride the waves. So for me, I think my first one is acknowledging the wave in the first place. You, you've got to acknowledge the wave, whether that's an emotion, a situation, you have to acknowledge where you're at in that moment. Absolutely. Yes. That's, that's what my tip was going to be is to never turn your back on the ocean. <laughs> and so really staying in that place of observation. And sometimes the ocean is external for the things that are coming at us in our life. But a lot of times the internal ocean is our own inner state and our emotional state and using our emotions as our GPS so that we can constantly recalibrate. And I suppose that would take me to the second tip is, is knowing that North Star, knowing what the top of your mountain is, like what direction are you heading? Because there's going to be the waves that are going to take you to that destination, if you will, if we keep the ocean analogy, like what island are you making yourself to, on your way to? And knowing that. Because if we don't know that, then the waves are just going to keep coming. We're going to get thrashed. And then we lose sight of where we're going. And we end up like in Tahiti <laughs> when we were trying to go somewhere totally different. So those would be some that I'd start with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd say the third one for me, um, or even second one for me, would be knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. Right? When you know who you are, that allows you to stand strong it allows you to we were talking about standing tall and being empowered when you know who you are and you have a clear understanding of who you are at your core and your identity that's a strength that's unlike any other and you can tap into that at any point in time and so knowing that would probably be one of my my top two for sure mm, love it Yes, I would say the last one for me would be, and I love that knowing who you are, because that really lends to the, to going where we're headed, is what is your intention when you go to the waves each day? Like what, how are you going to enjoy this day? And of course, there's always flex with it based on the conditions, but how, how are you going to show up to the ocean that day like that you get to decide based on knowing who you are, based on knowing what the top of your mountain is and where you're headed is how can you show up from that place of alignment and be present with it and, and allow it to be what it is externally, but coming from that decision that you've made within your, within your heart based on who you are and where you want to go so that you know in your heart of hearts that you've got the boards, you've got the dinghies, you're ready to navigate based on the conditions. So you decide how you're going to show up for them. Yep. And I, I absolutely love that. But even deciding like the intention behind it, right, is mm -hmm. 
Are you going to ride that wave on a surfboard? Are you going to lie down and just float your way across that wave? Do you need a day to just allow the waves to go, right? Are you just going to float with them for the day? We don't always have to be ready to get to that next point or ready to get to that next obstacle, right? Or that next wave. It's, I'm going to sit on this wave for a little bit and I'm just going to let it take me today. Right. If you're and and this goes non metaphorically is if you're having a day where your body and your energy is telling you that you're feeling lower, you need, you know, you just need some new power back into you. Right. And you just want to spend the day doing stuff you enjoy. Right. Having a spa day, going, spending a day reading or going to the beach and just, you know, sitting there, whatever that looks like for you the intention you put behind it, right? If your body, and again, this is one of those things where I think people don't ride the wave, is if your body is telling you that you need a day to relax, but your mind is going, I have to work, I have to work, I have to work. There's a lady on TikTok who did a video, and I'm paraphrasing here, but she said, for all of you 30-somethings, How often, or even just anyone who's an adult right now, how often did your parents tell you that you couldn't do anything fun or go out or eat a snack or whatever it looked like, you couldn't have fun unless your chores were done, Mm -hmm. right? And now as an adult, you don't feel like you can relax because there's always something that needs to be done, right? And that that mentality sticks because we're constantly thinking, I have to do, I have to do, I have to do. Sometimes you just have to be. For sure. Right? And whether that's Netflix, whether that's a reading a book, whether that's, you know, going to the beach or just being present with your kids and having a board game day, whatever that looks like is knowing that intention within yourself and honoring it, really honoring it. For sure. I'll tell you that lands for 40 somethings as well. <laughs> I think that lands for, you know, a good yeah, percentage. pretty much population. every something. <laughs> yeah. um, I heard that. And when I heard her say that, I was like, that's my husband. Mm-hmm. Like that is so, so my husband. Right? My husband yeah. is so guilty. I will lie down and I will watch or read a book all day, all day. And I will do nothing. Right. If that's what my body's telling me or that's what I feel like doing that day, that's what I'll do. I might I'll get up and obviously feed my kids and my animals and stuff like that. But I'm going to do the necessities that day and the rest of the day is going to be a me day. Um, This morning, I decided to go and get my nails redone. Right. And I took my daughter with me. You, You just you have to respect that. I can't remember where I was going with all of that. But yeah. Just knowing how some days are going to be different and really be intentional about what we need that day and and letting it be what it is. So yes, I totally agree. And that comes from the awareness of checking in with ourselves and pausing to check in, right? And not getting caught up in the do, 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 go, go, go hustle mentality because so much of what we do comes from who we be and how we're being. And that's why that's one of the pillars and the questions that we ask ourselves, like, who am I being right now? Am I being in that frantic, oh, I can't rest until it's all done and I got to go now? Or are we listening to our intuition and that guidance that's saying, how about today is a slower day and we don't even turn on the computer today? (laughs) Because those are really productive and reframing the, 
the view of productivity because that replenishment is actually incredibly nourishing and actually incredibly productive because it literally is what is the source of your vitality and how you show up to do the things you got to do. So yes, I'm on board with that for sure. Filling your own cup. And I love that you mentioned that because it is, uh, I can't remember again, I'm, I swear I get sidetracked today. Um, the weather, that's where I was going. The weather, right? Mother nature, whoever, the weather is never the same, right? You can have tons of plans to go out, be productive, do all this stuff. And it's storming out. You can't ride the waves when it's storming. You shouldn't ride the waves when it's storming outside. You really shouldn't. And so there's going to be days where you're feeling down. And again, it's, you know, going back to the analogy of riding the waves or the ocean is there are going to be days where it is a a slow day. It is just a day to just be and ride and do your thing. And Mm -hmm. you're right on the replenishment. We how many people, and, and I call everybody watching this, I'm gonna call you out. <laughs> how many of us say, I don't have the time? Me time, I don't have time for me. I don't have time to relax. I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. We get to choose our time. We get to choose our time. For sure. I And that's one of the main issues that I help people with is because a lot of the things that we feel like we're struggling with, I believe are are a symptom of a deeper issue that we're not making that a priority to be able to designate that time for ourselves to be able to be okay with knowing that we are so worthy and so deserving and that filling our cup up is actually should be the top priority and the most important box of all that we're checking. And so making sure that that comes comes along the list at the very top priority, you know, and I know for those people that have kids and all of that, that's, of course, those are definitely up there too. But really remembering that all the other stuff that we're struggling with, like the pain in the neck or carrying extra weight, all of that really comes back to how we're showing up for ourselves. And so making that decision, because we all have the same 24 hours in the day, of course, and it doesn't have to be this big production of hours of this, hours of that, and distilling it down into something that really lands and actually does nourish your body and your mind and your spirit simultaneously so that you can leverage your time. And that's why the work that I do, I believe, and I know is so powerful for people because it leverages your time and it gives you that connection to self. It strengthens your muscles, your bones, all that stuff that we talked about, but it really is that foundation. And then you get to move forward and ride the waves more gracefully. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. So what else, what else do you want to talk about riding the waves? I'm, I've kind of said everything I was thinking of. What else do you think we should, we could touch on something, we could end early. What do you, what do you feel like? Um, I feel like we covered all the points I was thinking of too. I just really, just knowing that, you know, we're, the one thing that I was thinking of too is is the analogy that people always say like, oh, well, we're all in the same boat. What if we're not in the same boat? What if we're all on the same ocean 
and we're all in our own boats <laughs> because the waves of life are constant and the way that we handle them each of us is unique but there are universal tools and practices that we've covered so many of now that you can stock your boat with <laughs> and bring along with you on the ride and so just knowing that your journey is going to be unique and your own experience of one wave is going to be different than somebody else's right and so remembering that and because so much of the social media game is we look at other people and see what's trending and da 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 and we can really take it to a place of comparison and then um, critique of ourselves or judgment and all of that and so just remembering that that we each have our you each have our own little boat and we're in charge of taking care of it and making sure it's all patched up and that you got your supplies and all of that <laughs> yeah and some people are going to have oars some people aren't some people are going right. to have water and some people aren't and as you go through life and you meet new people they're going to help you right they're going to be like mm -hmm. every person we come into contact with has a lesson for us in what in one way shape or form whether that is a message a lesson you know, a uh, helping hand, whatever that looks like. And each person is going to be set up differently, right? Mm -hmm. Some people are going to have more than others. Some people aren't. It's, it, I love that. <laughs> I love that you said that. That was a really awesome analogy for that is we aren't all in our own boats. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. We aren't, sorry, we aren't all in the same boat. Um, yeah. Pardon yeah. my, pardon my um, all over the place. But yeah, I, I think that being able to ride the waves, we all have the capability, right? We're, we're not here saying that, excuse me, anybody else isn't able to ride the waves, right? You may be overwhelmed. You may not have the tools in your dinghy to, <laughs> to know how to ride the waves properly. Maybe you're just holding on for dear life, whatever it looks like. It's okay to be wherever it is that you are. There's no judgment, no blame, no shame, no guilt being where you're at. If this is something that you're called into learning more about, reach out to myself or Megan. Absolutely. We are here to help. We're here to help you learn, help you grow, help you build a bigger awareness of how to ride the waves and, and go with life's ups and downs and the ebb and flow, right? Maneuver through the, you know, uh moon cycles we're coming up to a full mm -hmm. moon right away here and yeah that should be interesting right for sure mm -hmm. uh, yeah absolutely um it's always an interesting experience you know and it's i live where i live i can hear the ocean and so when the, the moon is full it is insane like just to be able to listen to the difference throughout the month and just remember that that steady pulse is there, you know, and trusting that if it feels like you're in a stormy period, that the cycles of nature are cyclical and there will be moments when it calms itself back down again and really trusting that. And as you said, reaching out for people that have maybe patched up that that's part of the boat before and they can teach you how to do it or they can teach you how to create some oars and all of that. And so definitely, if you have any questions about anything that we share, I'd love to connect. For sure. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me today, Megan. I really appreciated it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been super fun to chat. Absolutely. All right, just a family that has been your episode for today, right? Being able to ride the waves, which you know what, if you do, if you don't go back and listen to this episode, you want more help, please feel free to reach out myself or Megan. Our links are in the description of this episode. Go and check us out. 
um, reach out. We both are available when, you know, if you want to, if you want to chat, comment on this video or this episode, depending on where you're watching and or listening, check out justalivetv.com uh, or you can find us at Just Alive TV across the majority of our social media platforms. You'd like to be a guest on the show. We're always looking for guest speakers, guest bloggers, and featured topics. So if you are an audience member and you want to see a topic featured on the show, maybe something that you're passionate about, something you want to learn about, or anything of the sort, the show is called Giving You Something to Talk About. So if you want us to talk about it, let us know and we will get that done. All right. Thank you again, Megan, for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. All right, just family, I'm Melissa Kretschler. I am your host, and I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.